Welcome to the Smart City Podcast, the technology program that looks at how buildings, communities, and cities are becoming smarter, more efficient, and more connected. We look at everything from the big ideas to drilling down to individual projects and innovative ideas that impact your day-to-day life. The Smart City Podcast is brought to you by Locomobi World, moving the world through sustainable, frictionless, and secure solutions. Welcome to episode number 39, recorded on May 19th, 2022. And if you love the concept of robots, robotics, and artificial intelligence, and the possibilities these technologies have for the smart city, you are going to want to stick around. I want to introduce you to Moby. Moby's a robot. And I'm joined by Local Moby World CEO Grant Furlane and President Brian Story. Let me just begin this discussion on robots by asking and establishing your definition of a robot. I mean, it's very complicated. Some people will think of an android, something human-like. Other people will think about the arms that we see, for example, working on a car assembly line. And other people will say, well, no, it can be a box on a table with artificial intelligence involved. So what in your mind, as far as this discussion is concerned, is a robot? Well, you know, um, they're all correct. Robots um, is basically things that are either controlled by man or controlled automatically, but does things that men don't don't want to do or things that people want to sub the task over to a non-human. So, in fact, they're all robots. If I put you on a bike and I use a handheld to make that bike go, it's a robot. now, now you go to what, what level of sophistication are we talking? Yes, there are differences. Um, robots, you know, where a lot of people separate from, they go from robotics to robots. So robotics is more uh, the manufacturing side. We use arms and levers that automatically do assembly and do tasks that are, uh, that are done in an automated facility, and that's more robotics. Robots are more self-automated. Um, they run and operate and do the complete task on their own. So they're autonomous? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Ours is, but no. Autonomous is the ultimate. The best robot we can probably equate to now would be an autonomous car. Um, that would be a pure robot when, when it can be done. Um, the ones that we're talking about now and you brought up is the difference between a robot and a humanoid. Well, a humanoid is a robot. A humanoid just looks like a human, hence why it's called a humanoid. It is exactly the same functionality as a robot as far as the internal artificial intelligence and even the machine learning. But what's different is... The container. Yeah, and then in the humanoid, you've got... Yeah, but, and then you add things where you have touch, feel, cry... A lot of things that you wouldn't do with a conventional robot because that robot now has actually skin-like features. Uh, that is not, it's, it's not, we, we can talk about that today, but in the few, that is not my future as far as where I want robots to go. Because as we've said before, and we've all talked about it, that's creepy. Yes. Brian, do you have anything to add to this? Absolutely. Always. Uh, it's uh, no. So I will say automated uh, mobility. So that's obviously uh, self-appeasing, right, for what we're doing. But that's how I see our robots. And meaning, again, um, where you have uh, technology, a lot of it, it's typically fixed. And for us, we're now bringing it to 
to places where um, there is no nook and corner that that is not being uh, supervised or aided. Okay, I never thought about that. So some robots are stuck in place; others can move around. Correct, and and so you can call autonomous and semi-autonomous. Semi-autonomous means it creates some human intervention, which most of them do. That are ones the good ones. The autonomous are the ones can do everything and self-learn. And they're only governed by how well the AI is built into it and the operating system. Okay, so what's our purpose here today? Um, well, um, we had nothing to do, so I thought we'd just get together. <laughs> we'll just talk about robots. And, and we love robots. No, I think it was correlated with Locomobi brought in its first robot and released it to the media, uh, not, not the press yet. That'll happen in a few weeks, but to let them know that this whole talk we were we were having over the past six months is a reality. Oh, I saw it. Moby has arrived. Moby, that's, that's Moby. its name, his name, her name. Ah, uh-huh. Moby. It's not a him or a her, it's Moby. Okay, just Moby. All right, so, uh, okay, now I've already run into problems with pronouns, but okay. Be careful. Fine. Well, Moby. Um, it's Moby, and so uh, Moby was invented internally, the name, by uh, one of our um, managers. And um, obviously, it's a piece of our name, Local Moby. But Moby is a great name for a bot. The, the whole idea of robots and robots uh, like, like Moby is to be able to do tasks and things that are, one, tedious, and two, um, save people time and money. Okay, let me, let me describe what Moby looks like. Um, almost as tall as a mailbox, sort of pyramidal, but with four sides. Uh, there is a screen on the front that looks like it could have come off an iPad. It's that kind and of thing. And people can go look at it. If they just look up Moby or right. Locomoby, they can look at it. There's there's a face, and I'll use that. Yep, there uh, is. And it's a friendly face with yep. the, you know googly eyes. Yep. And then Moby is multicolored, sort of uh, like the, the stack pyramid. Yep. And uh, moves on wheels. Yep. Yep. And and think of that now. Um so everything you described is we try to make a robot friendly because I think part of the, the introduction of any robot into the world, I'm not talking about the fun little ones in your house that run around and beep and do these things. This is something going to move in and out of a parking facility, down a street road, uh, circling around buildings. We don't want it to be the bad guy. We want it to be the opposite. Well, so as, as much as I love the Boston Dynamics robots and the dog and the and the the the, uh, the humanoid android thing that does the backflips, they freak me out. Yeah, they freak everybody out. But, but, um, they do set the pace or set the level of perfection that we want to get to. No one in our business could afford a Boston Robotics, which of course was sold to um, Hyundai, right? Hyundai, yeah. which tells you exactly how important it is um, because robot cars, robot people. Um, but but the point being is. The, the idea behind what they do is very important. It reflects a lot of things that we do. Um, but the software side is the key. The AI of what we're doing is much different than what they're doing. That's what differentiates us, uh, us as a company. So you have to, you have to understand that um, once you have the ability to implement these years and years of development of, in our, in our case, the WorldStream software, 
It's a matter of having the right operating system into the robot and being able to create the same AI you have in your other products. Okay, we're getting a little bit too far ahead. Let's, okay. let's talk about what Moby is and does. Go ahead, Brian. So he is an autonomous robot that today he is going to have uh, a set of uh, procedures to patrol garages and other, we'll say, traditionally um, human typical tasks. So i.e. verification of plates um, and uh, ensuring who should be in the garage and who should not be, which vehicles. And that's the, you know, the very first steps, what, where our vision is for Moby to become, he is, he is absolutely going to become a, a signature in each and every parkade where transients will want to, where's my Moby? Because Moby is going to be helpful. Moby is going to assist me to my car. Moby is going to be a guardian angel. Can I tell you something? And this is an absolute God's honest truth. For the past two months, I have been having these terrible nightmares about not being able to find my car where I parked it. Are you just having those nightmares? I really do have those problems. Well, and, and then... <laughs> Hence the inventor. <laughs> I can't remember which lot I'm in. I can't remember what floor I'm on. I can't remember what space I'm in. And I wake up at two o'clock in the morning going, oh my God, where's my car? Isn't it amazing that the stress is always about the car? It, it um, is. It is because we all have one. And, and, and the other part of that, though, like Brian said, is we're touring these garages, okay? Yeah. Where are they usually? Underground. Where does a lot of the problems happen? In a garage. When you watch a movie, where do they beat up someone? In a garage. Well, where are all these carjackings yeah. happening lately? In a garage. And so the idea is this is a friendly uh, help that will see things. But not only that, it's not just going to be a garage. It's going to be able to go down the street. Okay, wait. Before yeah. we leave. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. But before be before we leave garages. Yeah. Uh, and my nightmares. Uh, so Moby's, for lack of a better term, and correct me if I'm wrong, Moby is an automated, semi-autonomous parking concierge. Yes. So your exact application is what he can assist you with. More importantly, he will, he will now bring the owner to that car. If needed, if needed, if wanted, keyword with privacy. But he has that ability, meaning if you need assistance, Alan, to find your vehicle, he knows where it is. I'll give it's you a, done. I'll it's give you done. a perfect example. Pearson Airport, Terminal 1. I don't know who designed that park, parking lot, but I can never, ever, ever Nobody find can. my car. Nobody can. It is. And, you know, it's kind of funny. We've offered them so many simple solutions, but they don't want to listen. But the robot will be the ultimate, the... The idea behind a robot is obviously to always be there and to notice any anomalies, Alan. So when, you know, part of AI, as you know, our co-founder and one of the early inventors of AI, and so this is simple stuff for him, but very important for our industry. And so the idea is it's going to know certain things that happen every single day. And, but what it looks for more is anomalies, why are there five people standing in a corner around a person? Why are they, you know, these are the things that you cannot do right now, not with proper having, unless you had a camera on every single five feet. So Moby does that. Moby travels and has mapping. Moby talks to the cloud. Moby talks. If you were to bump into Moby now, Moby would say, ouch. <laughs> I know. Okay. Okay, it happened to us yesterday. 
So we will train the language. We will train it based on the need of that facility. But, but let me tell you something. Um, this is going to help people directions. This is going to be so big um, that it will be wanted, even though we view it as an operational asset that will save money and increase profits, it will be a concierge that people will love. And, 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 and when I talk about it, um, I have been in this business a long time, but I haven't been in the security business as long as Brian. So Brian comes from that whole area of all this technology that they put into buildings and that is supposed to help people be secure. Um, and, and people always say, oh, I just want to be happy. I just want to be safe. Well, you know how you have a safe, what we call peace of mind? By having these things. And we have other things. But today it's about Moby, and we're going to go on further about Moby and its capabilities and robots. But, Brian, if you brought it in today, I mean, you've been in the business longer than most with top 400 fortune companies that have spent billions, not millions, billions of dollars on how to keep people safe, but at the same time, happy. Absolutely. And a lot of it is, uh, unfortunately, reactive. So it's giving that presence of security versus actual. Um, and be fair, Moby's going to have its limits. But um, you would certainly, you know, you described him, Alan, but he has cameras everywhere. He's got LiDAR everywhere. So he'll know everything. And I was going to identify this. He'll even know who... Who is supposed to be and who is not? Oh, so Alan, the, tell him that. Okay, this is good. So if he looks at a group of people, go ahead. Yep. So think about that. So use the application that this robot now will can learn exactly and be, be adaptive. But today, there's operations that are paying for this through the manual that are just being, it, it, it's just not doing the job. For example, we have static guards keep people safe to identify who's coming in and out like human beings, human beings, yeah. static right? guards. Yeah. Uh, I have it. So where I live, I have a place where it's a tourist area and they are authenticating who should be going down this drive or not. Guess what? They're not asking questions. They're not looking for verification. They're not able to do that job. So that's not against that individual, but they're being asked to do something that's actually not being efficient or effective and again, Moby won't prevent, God forbid, that person getting attacked if someone wants to attack him, but it's certainly going to be alerting the authorities that this person I'm escorting is potentially getting assaulted. It's certainly recording it. And therefore, you truly do have a more proactive way of keeping ourselves- Without bothering people. Peace of mind. That but, you want. But the comfortable, yeah. And, 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 and you're right, Brian, because if you look at the what you just said, not only will we recognize who should be there, but even if you have COVID symptoms, oh yeah. Yep. This, this robot is saying, when we designed it, we didn't say we want a robot that goes on right parking tickets, which by the way, it does. But we said, I said it again, we want you to have peace of mind. So now don't worry about this. Just, just go park your car and go home. Just come here and park and leave. Oh, you got to find somewhere? Talk to Moby. Moby will be the most recognized person in the city. <laughs> and it's not even a person. <laughs> so you could see facilities with multiple Mobys. We hope. Well, yep. again, an airport parkade, for example. You yep. would need multiple. Yeah. 
But you mentioned something a little earlier on about Moby on the street. Yeah. What are you talking about? Okay. Um, Moby's design, and if you look at our corporate video, if anyone hasn't, you'll see Moby was taped in our corporate video. Moby will be able to go down lanes of parking lots and down streets and check every car. Just drive down the street, check every car, ticket, 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 shouldn't be here, stolen car, and doesn't need anyone to help. It's autonomous. No more of these cameras up everywhere. No more people walking around with tickets, really bothering people and scaring people. Nothing. And so the idea is um, it's a multi-service robot. Now, for a city, while it's doing that, we might say, you know what? This corner is full of trash. You better send someone out here. So you're custodian. Oh, yeah, Alan, the the the... The amount applications. of the applications. I mean, we sit here. Oh, by the way, I'm not suggesting we even think of them all. I'm getting emails when we released the Moby. Um, when we released Moby this morning, of here he is here now. We were at 2,600 impressions in the first 30 minutes, and we have people wanting to know when their reservation is to demo them the robot. Okay, did we anticipate that? No. Did we think it was a game changer? Yes. I have a couple of questions. Okay. Okay. First of all, Moby on the street. Actually, Moby anywhere. Um, how do you handle different climates like rain, snow, heat? Heat's okay. Rain's okay. Military grade. It's military grade. Snow, who knows? Mm. Um, That's the trash. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that, so, you know, that, that unit there is military grade. I didn't go out and build the cute little ones that run around, okay? Mm. It is designed to go outside. However, like anything else, you got to use your head, okay? It's not going through a snowstorm. Why? One, even if it could, it wouldn't be a well, human being won't go through a snowstorm. But I wouldn't let it go through it anyhow. Yeah. So, but we have designed it. It has multi-cameras. It has LiDAR all around it. It has solid wheels. If I put it in lock motion and it does it itself when it stops, you can't move it. That was my next question. <laughs> what is going to prevent people from just picking this thing up, putting it in the back of a pickup and going? Well, well truthfully, nothing. Um, if you want to be filmed while you do it, and we're already calling the police, because you can't stop people from doing anything. I can't stop you from going in and breaking the window of a bank. Okay. Okay. However, well, the thing you that you're an idiot. Well, yeah, it. because the thing that you're stealing is actually Watching a security you. device. <laughs> and we're going to follow you everywhere you go. Of course, yeah. Okay. It was so, most likely directed, uh, directly connected to some kind of uh, enforcement, uh, real time. Uh, it has its SOS, right? It, it, yeah, it, it's it right on it, right? It's built to a hey, don't f with me. Um, <laughs> in maybe some jurisdictions, we might have a self-destruct only teasing, but uh, <laughs> uh, oh, don't laugh, it, it, don't laugh. And that's my point. And, and uh, again, military grade. Uh, and then, um, uh, no offense, Alan, you're a big guy, but you try to pick up Moby. Uh, he looks... Uh, it's it, solid. It looks solid, yeah. No, no solid. But, but, but it's a good point. And, and it's solid for a lot of reasons, not just because we don't want you to pick it up. It has to be balanced properly. It has to have a good weight ratio, which we made sure a lot of robots can well, fall okay, over. Okay, this, this explains why it's pyramidal shape, because Absolutely. you want that low center of gravity. Absolutely. Right. You get, more, you get more weight, yet you didn't have to build it too heavy. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing you have to look at, and I know Brian joked about it, but remember, guys, this is built with sensors. The whole idea behind this is sensor-driven. You can make it do anything. 
Now, I'm not suggesting you guys, you know, go home now and I don't like my neighbor. I'm going to go blow up his garage with my robot. And so don't take that serious, by the way, anyone. But um, my point is you get it. You could you could train it to do good things. Um, you could train it to to do things that you don't want people to have to do that are maybe are unsafe. Um, do I want to send people patrolling through certain neighborhoods? Probably not. Would I do a robot? Yes. Would a robot deter things? Absolutely. Um, but the most important thing is you're saving people. And, and, and so although we have all these great control features of all the great things we're going to do, and I myself, Alan, although I specified it in the design, I myself, yes, I was shocked when they showed me a printed ticket. Printed parking ticket from Moby. What Moby? <laughs> Moby ticketed you? Yes, and it goes to you know prints out of a thing, and you can hand it to the first one you want, or you send it via email. Okay. Guys, um, the sky's the limit, and I've never. I've oh, okay, no, sorry, I've always said that about a lot of things, but we're in a world now where I can't tell you what will happen in a year from now, what Moby can do. Um, from a customer standpoint, I know Brian's already getting asked about it. Well, I, I'm thinking about healthcare implications. I mean, absolutely having you know these things patrol the hallways of of hospitals, of long term personal care homes. Wow, of of, of prisons. Does it ever stop? No, it doesn't. Once you start thinking about, okay, I need some sort of surveillance enforcement or or, or light enforcement just help or help. Okay, well, well, like, what do you mean? Well, I mean, Moby, Moby is the most highest-end robot you will see. If you want a simple one that delivers stuff, um, greets you, yeah, we have those robots too. But this robot here is the premier, Moby's premier, right? Absolutely. Right? Moby's the premier. Moby's like, go ahead and beat me, okay? Um, but the, limit, the, the, the smaller robots are available as well. But in the healthcare world, um, oh, yeah, I think um, we talked about this in our charity, me and Brian and, and you and, uh, and others. Think of the things that robots can do that people just aren't capable of doing. Well, last month I was in the Singapore airport and uh, I was there in the middle of the night and um, there were robots cleaning the floor. Oh, they're the best. Singapore is the best. You always have to bring up Singapore, don't you? Yeah, because they're way ahead. Of they so, are. So they are. And there's so much R&D that's happening in, in the, yes. that city state. Yes. But it was it was really cool because there were, there's these, and they're about the size of Moby. Yep. And they're just patrolling the terminal. Yep. Uh, some are, are well, and then they're cleaning the floors. You, and it doesn't yeah, matter if floor, floor cleaning's big for robots. And it doesn't matter if it's, if it's carpet or if it's, if it's. It, it knows it. Yeah. Okay. What, what does, how is Moby powered? Battery. Okay, so big lithium-ion battery, same as you find in a Tesla? Similar. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and it goes back and charges itself when it gets down. Uh, Moby knows uh, of, uh, when uh, it's time to get back home. Yep. He will not do the iRobot crazy eventually. He'll know exactly in the, in the, in the quickest and most efficient means to get to back do to so. the spot. Plug he, in. Never, he never falls asleep, so he's always resting. Meaning at any time during that charging process, he can be active and enabled. Um, and it's beyond uh, eight hours with, with, here's a key. This is not in the min specs, meaning uh, eight hours. If you don't turn anything on, he's always on. So his cameras are working, lighters working. So assuming max power, eight hours. Which is pretty incredible. Pretty um, incredible. 
And and but you said something there is incredible too, though. Remember one thing: Moby's always ready. So think of that. Although Moby is autonomous, see, Moby's going to learn every day on its on 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 its own when it's traveling around and say, "Okay, wait a minute." This can report back. I saw five things that aren't accurate. What do you want to do? And then it learns and keeps learning. But it also can be manually overdriven, overridden. So, so from a central point, from a phone, from a controller, we can say, Moby, you got to go do this right now. Okay. And off Moby goes. So, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, and, and, and you know what's funny, Alan? It, it's almost sounds like, a, like we're making it up. It's so good. But it's here. It's actually doing it. No, okay? I, 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 it's just unbelievable what we're doing. And I, Moby reports back to what a dashboard. It, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, a dashboard. And and I think what you have to understand though is uh, to develop these types of robots or anything around that. Remember, our license plate recognition system is a camera, and we call that computer vision. Well, so you know that's a robot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's a robot that's got AI in it that's told to do things. This is just, and by the way, that part of the system is in this robot. But so many more things are, okay? But Brian will tell you probably that you can develop, this doesn't happen overnight. Why? Because to build a robot to be in a whole infrastructure, to do many things, you would have had to build the infrastructure. And so the first thing that Locomobi had to do that took years and millions and millions of dollars was to build the infrastructure that we call WorldStream. Brian, I think, is introducing WorldStream 2.0 now. Okay. You mentioned WorldStream way back at the beginning. I'm glad you circled around to it because I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. So let's go through that. So WorldStream is our next generation of WorldStream is our you know, universal platform that truly does uh, apply each and every application of our solution, um, which includes our robots, our wearables, whatever aspect it is. And you got to understand, Alan, if you're outside the tech world, you know, you have these large, large corporations, but fr- frankly, they're, they're piecemealed. They're buying up technologies and companies and they're all trying to put them together in a jigsaw puzzle that wasn't pre-stamped and then scattered. So they're, they're, they always got to manipulate and hence a lot of in-house uh, expertise to try to make everything fit together. Yeah, no, yeah. The opposite. We built from the top down. We built the portal before we had a product. Hmm. We built a city before we had a Sorry. And when Brian came on a couple of years ago, I'm not sure he believed me at first until he came and joined the team and saw it. And... And then he just knew I'm going to make this even better, and that's what he's done. So we're uh, we're very excited because at, at every level, so your um, our flexibility. I mean, we're well known with our clients of the can do. Um, there's not the, there's nothing within reason that we have not provided to our clients, including insane deliverables and 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 pretty outrageous features, and uh, and and including so this one we look at each persona. Um, and the biggest, one of the biggest values of uh, worlds is how quickly you are up and running a true plug and play experience for our clients, um, and adding, um, additional, uh, features and benefits. So it's just a compliment, uh, to, uh, it's a re- requirement for a Mobi and Mobi just compliments the overall solution. When will this be available in the marketplace? Well, you're going to hear different answers here. Because you see, I give you the answer of grant where I want it. 
And then Brian steps in and gives you the reality because that's why he has such a great company now. Um, it's available probably in a few months. It's running now. But we have chosen on our own not to release it because we want to keep working with it. And we are going to run it on some lots. We are going to do all those things. How many units do you have? We have one here and another one being built. What's your production rate going to be? We don't know yet. We think, we think by next year we'll have 100 patrolling around the city. We're starting in Toronto and moving on from there. And we're fortunate, right? We're in the biggest city. Yeah. Now, it's not Singapore. So, I mean, we got to do some sales. Well, no, I mean, there's going to be some, some real proof of concept here because of the, of the terrain of the, uh, but, but if you, here's a better question. If I had a hundred right now, they'd be sold. Interesting. So that, and Brian um, came from an industry where you really got to understand the channels of distribution, um, which we never did. And he has taken the company and developed it so that it's going to come out proper. So, um, although I'm anxious, like I always am, as is Brian, um, he knows there's channels. But no, the robot's done. Um, we're just playing. Surprisingly, I'm not answering completely contradictory. Um, <laughs> complimentary. Complimentary is we, there is unmet needs in the marketplace, period. Um, we have a solution that can met those needs. So, I'll say we will be bringing it with minimal viable offerings. So refined feature set specific to clients. So our clients are going to drive Moby to the commercialization stage because Grant's absolutely correct. It is productized. It's here. It's working. Um, it really just needs to be fine-tuned like most other tailored solutions we provide. There's two pieces to it. There's the robot itself, and then there's the AI interfaces that we've been developing for months and months here to make sure. So when they all came together... We actually tested Moby, so you know, on a on our track, which we will be we'll be showing the whole life of how Moby got to here over the next month on all our social medias. Stay tuned. And that's it for this edition of the Smart City Podcast. Back soon with more discussions with smart people about smart buildings, communities, and cities, and robots, of course. We'll be hearing a lot more about Moby in the very near future. If you have any questions or comments, send them to feedback at thesmartcity.blog. And check out the website for more, thesmartcity.blog. The Smart City Podcast, brought to you by Locomobi World, moving the world through sustainable, frictionless solutions. Executive producer is Grant Furlane. Tactical production by Rob Johnston. Executive assistant is Andrea Crawford. I'm Alan Cross, and we'll see you next time.